want to thank our two sponsors this week, Electrovoice and SK Coffee. Electrovoice, for 91 years, Electrovoice has designed and engineered leading edge sound reinforcement solutions, products that empower the performer, exceed the expectations of the audio professional, and elevate the audience experience. Electrovoice makes live sound solutions, speakers, portable speakers, and microphones. They were kind enough to provide us with the mics we're using today and are a big part of helping make this podcast possible. So thank you to all the folks over at Electrovoice. We really appreciate it. And SK Coffee. SK Coffee provides amazing quality coffee beans. Seriously, some of the best stuff I've tried up here. And what's better is these guys work directly with the farmers who provide their beans to provide the utmost integrity and standards when it comes to importing their beans. So go to skcoffee.org where you can purchase individual bags of beans or sign up for a subscription. Use the code GREENROOM, all one word, again, GREENROOM, to get 15% off your first order. Uh, Again, skcoffee.org, use the code GREENROOM to get 15% off your first order. Uh, seriously you guys this coffee is amazing i've tried the peruvian and guatemalan blends and they're both out of this world i spent some time down in guatemala a few years back and one of my favorite parts of being down there was waking up every morning and being able to drink their coffee and now i think i can get an equivalent cup with their guatemalan blend up here from sk coffee so go to skcoffee.org again use the code greenroom for 15 percent off your first order Thanks again to Electrovoice and SK Coffee. Please enjoy these popping noises while you wait. <laughs> Welcome to the Korean Room Podcast, motherfuckers. Kish, you look different. Yeah, you look like you were born somewhere else. I uh, took a little trip to Southeast Asia and I came back a changed man. Welcome, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We have the one and only That's not Jimmy a Townsend. Joke, sorry. Tie <laughs> 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 being <laughs> our surrogate Kish today, our honorary Bermuda. Um, Kish is in Los Angeles doing whatever a Kish does. What does he do in Los Angeles? Probably buys buys things off Wish. We want to make a show about him called Kish on Wish. Oh, that's a great show. Good Kish. Just stay up till five in the morning and just check see what out he all buys the tchotchkes Kish bought today. Tchotchkes, tchotchkes. He loves tchotchkes. He loves little trinkets, dude. Trinket, He's trinket. a little trinket hoarder. Nice. Yeah, he organizes them too. He does. When he before you goes like you'll get up because he goes to bed way after everybody. You'll like wake up and see all his like things in a row. Just, like, <laughs> wow. He's so well organized. Yeah, just so well organized, you know. Anyway, so shout out to Kish. But today, yeah, we're kicking it with uh, Jimmy Townsend, who is an old friend of mine. We were in Menage Quad together, which is not a French term for foursome. It was the band that we were in. There's 10 of us. Um, yeah, four MCs, clear, clear that's that where up. that came from. <laughs> um, anyway, so we've known each other for a hot minute. If you don't know what Menage Quad is, go look it up YouTube. on YouTube. Um and you can see us hanging out. It's like you're here already. So anyway, yeah. Mm. Um, and Jimmy, let's see. You you were one of the people who taught me how to DJ, which is cool. Wow. Um, so And also, Jimmy's the person that like showed me the Funk Hunters, which is crazy. Oh, so really? anyway, Jimmy has like wow. one of the best tastes wow. in music of anyone I've wow. ever met in my life. In my life. I'm, I'm flattered. Thank it's you. It's unbelievable. You just can't believe how much music this mm. guy knows. It's crazy. I can't, I can't believe it at all. No. Um, so, Jimmy, you want to talk a bit about yourself and what you've done um, in your life? In my life? Okay, Megas, we'll get started here. <laughs> oh, no, I got mimosa. <laughs> Drop the Australian accent real quick here. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Been uh, around music my whole life. Um, you know, did the whole college thing, kind of partied out a little too much, and then went to McNally Smith after that. Uh, R.I.P. First, a little second here. Um, oh. Oh. Then uh, met Megan. Um, <laughs> let's see, maybe like six years ago, I'd say. I think <clears throat> we both were kind of. I was coming up in the DJ scene around Minneapolis, and I think she started getting that as well. We met at some middle of nowhere music festival, and. Uh, Became oh, friends yeah. after which that. One, which Shit. one was that? Uh, oh man! Wow, this just goes the- so much deeper <laughs> it than do- it, it does. Yeah, <laughs> you Damn. forgot. Yes, I um, forgot. I was trying to think of where we met just now. We met in a field, <laughs> in the middle of Minnesota somewhere. 
Like, hey, you're going to this music festival. Hey, I'm playing this little music festival. Hey, let's party. And they, let's just say that festival was a loose term. Um, Very loose. Wizard sleeve. Yeah, they were called the Aura parties or the was it the Luna parties or the Aura parties, whatever. Um, this guy that we all knew from up in Duluth would throw these oh, things with these. Um, Patrick, these with the guy that owns Beefcake Squad. And so we've known Pat Wagner for like ever um, because he would run security at these like DIY extravaganzas. Um, and yeah, we met out in the middle of a field. I think that was like, uh, was that that one night when we were sitting in those chairs and all of a sudden yes. those people just go sprinting through our campground followed by police? Yes. Wow. Yeah. So we met in some extreme circumstances yes. that were really fun. The, the party got shut down because God forbid people get permits for their outdoor large music events with tons of, you in know, small speakers in small towns. Makes sense. Yeah. 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 And it's, you don't have to do that. Right? It got totally busted. I think that. Uh, somebody figured out how to like speaker wire like four or five of the car stereo systems together yeah, really and they ghetto. like parked them in a U and somebody DJed like in the car. Really? And just played the music like out of Human with all the doors open and we were just kind of trying to stand in the middle of it. Yeah. And then huh. that hay bell lit on fire. Anyway. So yeah, that's where me and Megals met. <laughs> um, I've been it's pretty crazy playing music. Since I was, I don't know, like 10 or a little younger, probably piano, for, you know, I'm Asian, forced to play piano by your parents kind of thing. Um, then, piano. Piano. Then, uh, let's see, started DJing about around age 18. I'm 26 now. Started producing around the same time. Um, got really into electronic music around the same time. Went to a bunch of music festivals. Um I've worked with Excision, uh, helping uh, run his record label back when it used to release more music. So I've done a little A&R for that. Um, super into bass music. Um, I don't know. Music, yeah. music is fucking I awesome, I remember man. when you got that internship at Rotten, everybody was like, what? Yeah, it was really cool. It was a cool experience. I got to uh, sign a lot of sick rhythm. Um, just kidding, not much rhythm, but sick, <laughs> sick dubstep. Um, got to make a lot of new friends that um, I still am friends with all around the country and the world, actually. So that was a uh, really cool experience to see that side Hell of music. Yeah. We all love making new friends. Yes, friends are yeah, friends are great. And okay, so then you ha- were in a project called White Balance. Mm-hmm. Um, are you DJing by yourself at all anymore? Um, not really anymore. Um, still, well, you should still making music. Um, People want me to try and teach them how to DJ, but I don't really know how to do that. Uh, <laughs> I try, but um, I taught myself how to DJ, so I don't really know. Like, well, DJing with you is like a whirlwind. Watching you do do, I don't know. Watching you transition is crazy. I don't. You don't meet a lot just of people that it out, it's man. just like yeah, you're you're nuts. You you'd have just like a whole. I don't even know. It's it's something I don't got. So yeah, uh, Jimmy's a killer DJ. Did you know that, Pat? I did not know that. I just like um, for as long as you guys have known each other. I just met Jimmy maybe like a month ago. Yeah, not yeah. even. Hi, new friend. Hello. <laughs> Hello. It's crazy. Yeah, how music like can separate you into several different scenes, just depending on like what demo you're directly involved in or whatever. And mm-hmm. Menage Quad sort of bridged the gap like into electronic, but was still sort of a band-ish thing. I guess it was so, very much a band. Yeah. Many personalities. Ten people. That was crazy. a lot of people to, to um, have to babysit, I feel like. Yeah, I don't know that it was babysitting so much as it was just a giant party. A giant party. Like, the entire time. I giant mean, party. nobody knew it was going anywhere, so we were just having fun. It's like, we don't <laughs> and know now if we're going to see tomorrow. Let's get weird tonight. Yeah, we definitely got weird a lot. Um, but yeah, no, that was a really fun experience. We learned a lot from it, and... Um, yeah, learned a lot from that one. <laughs> How's that uh, nicotine gum over there, Patsky? Is that that's what you've been eating? I saw you on the yeah. boat munching <laughs> on some gum over there. I was like, almost wanted to ask you for some because I didn't have any cigs left. But I was like, I feel like ass. <laughs> I don't need nicotine right now. Oh yeah, it. How does it sound? Does it sound good? Yeah, it sounds really crystal really good. clear. Yeah. Please these enjoy new- these mastication noises while you wait. Wet mouth noises. We love these new mics. 
They yeah. pick up everything. We haven't talked about that. Oh, we haven't. Really. Yeah, let's talk um, about it. So, uh, as you heard at the beginning of the episode, Electro Voice is our new sponsor. So, shout out to Ryan Nelson for facilitating that. Um, their headquarters, I think, is actually in it's the Twin Cities. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that is really cool. I did not know that. That was a is thing. That a new thing? I um, wonder if they moved. I'm not really sure. They've invited us to go over there and do a tour of this like yeah, crazy. Um, check it out. Like the, their speaker room or yeah, whatever? Yeah, they have uh, like a speaker subwoofer room that is like the only one of its kind in the world or something. And it's really crazy, but we should go do that. But anyway, um, yeah, Ryan ended up hitting me up randomly like about a year ago probably to ask if we had any shows like in the Twin Cities in the upcoming couple months because they were trying to test a bunch of the new beta Electro Voice uh, sub boxes and I think tweeters and stuff. I think everything pretty much. They were trying to test. And so they asked if they could come in and provide all of the sound and all the, all the sound engineers to, uh, for one of our shows. So we were obviously super down for that. And when they asked if we could do that, hey, hey if you let us do this, it'll, it'll be a huge favor and we'll give you a couple microphones so that uh, we can pay you back for helping us, which I don't know which any part of that is us helping them. But I know, um, it seems like the other way around. Exactly. But yeah, so... the. It ended up that the venue we chose for the show was a little bit too large for the system that they wanted to test out, and they didn't feel like it would have been, um, I don't know, it wouldn't have been like in its best light. So as an apology almost for that, they offered us the mics again, which again, like they're just the nicest people in the world. And we ended up getting um, two RE320s, which is like a sort of a remake of their large cardioid condenser RE20 electro voice microphone, which is like a staple um, so for them. Typical broadcast mic. Yeah, like and then um, we got two ND76s as well, which is so nice because now I don't have to use a nasty, gross other person's mic whenever I play and some, touch uh, my little mouth. I have to make out with every person that's ever on played the, on the same uh, stage as me. Right, right. And we get to, you get to hear... Our amazing voice is super crystal clear. It's beautiful. You get to hear my gum. I hate my voice. It sounds recorded. It's just (laughs) that's something I just had to learn (laughs) to get over. I I remember everybody hates first time I record my voice like singing, and I'd be like, "Oh my!" How does anybody hang out with me every day? Oh my god! I hated it. Wow. (laughs) What the show, friends? Um, I hated that too. Okay. Did you make that status the other day that we talked about? Uh, yeah. You did? It's doing pretty well. Oh, really? You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, thank I you. I totally... <laughs> Pat came I up with a idea. lame friend's I had the joke. idea. I had the idea, but you refined it. I refined it too. Good job. The yeah. one where you realize Friends is a mediocre I said sitcom. it's like a terrible show. <laughs> yeah. But it's the most beloved... One of the most beloved, like... I love Friends. Shows There's a lot of people of who have really bad but. taste. I guess so. Hey, get out of town. <laughs> hey, what is it? Uh, one of my friends told me a long time ago, and I, I always think about this when it comes to like music, movies, et cetera, et cetera, that mediocrity rises to the top. Yeah? It's true. It is true. It's very true. Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. Case in point. Case in point. Right there. <laughs> a orange potato is president. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So uh, what's going on in the world, guys? Yeah, yeah. yeah what some, is there's, going been, the world? there's been some rumblings, actually. There's been some, some. The waters are shaking. <laughs> so uh, we're recording this. Um, what is it? May thirtieth today. And what's been happening in the news this week is oh my. that Megan is obsessed with Kim Petras. Yeah, well, that's not... Hey, have you, like, new. seen Kim Petras? Like, she's really good. She like, Megan, is, you showed me this video five times yesterday. She's not... Five times? Okay, You've been, That's not happening this week. That's been happening for, like, two it's months It's not now. my yeah. fault. Yeah. I want all my clothes designer. Okay? No, I'm joking. Um, I don't know why that song is so catchy. I think it's really funky. It's just good pop music, but, man. Yeah, yeah, and also, uh, she's the first and youngest transgender pop star in the world. So that's pretty cool. Crazy. Yeah, she's super um, hot. Anyway, what I've been Kim into, Petrus rules. What I just found out was kind of a bombshell to me this morning. I've been when I get when I get home from work, I like to watch, you know, Netflix or something, just relax. And I'm always looking for new shows because I've rewatched The Office like ten times. And I was kind of surprised that they rebooted the show Roseanne, which I thought was a great <laughs> show. And I started watching it <laughs> in the first season. Uh, and now Jimmy informs me that Roseanne went on an ambient field racist Twitter (laughs) 
rant, apparently, <laughs> yes. and they canceled her show, which was the only thing really Roseanne that ABC has had canceled. going for them. We How have- you gonna get fired when you ain't even at work? Damn. <laughs> anyway, so Roseanne's canceled That's again. That's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Roseanne is canceled. It's whatever. Anyway, you know, my yeah. favorite movie of hers was when she was chained to Princess Leia in Star Wars 3. Uh, oh, <laughs> dude. I can't even take that, credit for that. that. Awesome. Uh, shout out to Katie Isn't Seagal that? in the roast of Roseanne. I was going to say, that's a, that was a roast. <laughs> <right? laughs> this um, Perv News Report in this week. Oh, yeah. Perv. Yeah, in this, this week, week in the Perv Chronicles. <laughs> yeah, we have Morgan Freeman. Not even God is without sin. Yeah. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Nobody is safe. Do you think he, narr- do you think he narrates his own perviness? I see oh, gosh. a I supple think he does. woman. I think he did. I think he said, you wet underwear today. <laughs> no, I, he, he, was, he was recorded on the fucking, it was some interview with this woman, this journalist, and it was on some new, sh- wait, what, what show was it? It was, I can't remember what it was called. And she was talking about how she was pregnant, um, recently pregnant, and it was Michael Caine, and Morgan Freeman and somebody else. So Morgan Freeman is in the middle. And apparently he had been saying other things before he said this, but this is recorded. And she said, oh yeah, like they were talking about um, seeing people that are women that are pregnant. Michael Caine's like, oh, I'll never make the mistake again of you know, asking women if she's pregnant. Ha ha, like, yeah, and classic. And then Morgan Freeman out of nowhere, it looks, you can watch him look her up and down and says, I wish I was there. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. Like, what? Who, who thinks that's like? <laughs> and it, no, nobody says anything. Like Michael Caine, the other guy, like look at him, it. and they're just like, "What?" Oh my god! Like, nobody really says anything, but like they, everybody heard it. You know, I wish I was there. <laughs> wow! Oh wow! Wow! So oh. that's uh, that's one of like fifteen accounts apparently alleged reported. Did you see accounts? that uh, yeah. the Weinstein company changed their name? They no. did, everybody. So don't worry, they're not gone. <laughs> they just have a new name that you'll never know about. As if Borgor's new jazz album wasn't shocking enough. I'm pretty sure Jeff Jurassic Goldblum. Park star Jeff Goldblum is coming out with his own jazz album. I think it's going to be avant-garde. Album. Apparently he's been uh, playing a jazz piano. Hey, my dishwasher's been playing an avant-garde album for three hours. Good one. Yeah, so, uh, so jazz, jazz pianist. At. Jazz pianist since the 90s, guys. So I didn't know that. It's pretty legendary. Who's a jazz pianist? <clears throat> a jazz Jeff Goldblum. A schmeckle. The jazz Fly. Schmeckle. Wow. Do you think uh, he would play piano for his you know, co-stars on set of Jurassic Park? I mean, and maybe. maybe Independence Day? I bet he played that. He's like, Jeff, stop. We know the song. We were all like humming <laughs> that when so we were uh, <laughs> riding our scuba diving boat out to the island in Costa Rica to go diving. Someone just started, I hear someone behind me be like, and I was like, no shit. Like, if um, the Loch Ness Monster jumped out right now, I would not be surprised. <laughs> so in that um, the song Future Lemonade, the drop uh-huh. that you made on Photosynthetic is the same it's a different timing timing of those notes, but it's the same note. And it's also the same um, kind <laughs> That's of why note. it sounds so epic. I know, right? That's why that <laughs> drop sounds so epic is because it's basically the Jurassic Park theme song. And also Terminator. It's the uh, really? ending on Terminator. I channeled Terminator like, and Jurassic Park, y'all. You, you found an in-between, <laughs> an in-between tempo of Jurassic Park, which is faster than what you did, and Terminator, which is slower. Hmm. Kind All of right. the same type of thing. Mm. All right. Jeff Goldblum and Arnold would be proud. Yeah. Good company. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of good company. Oh, yeah? I don't know how this transition is going to work, but speaking of good company, <laughs> you know who's bad company? Is when you put Pusha <laughs> T and Drake in the same room because apparently they got some Twitter beef. Apparently. Well, you don't put them in the same room to have Twitter beef. <laughs> oh, and that's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't even know what happened, but apparently yeah. all I'm seeing on my feed is that Drake no la- longer is relevant. But he just released like a new album and everybody was super stoked for it. Well, you know, oh, I saw a great tweet today uh, from somebody in reference to Roseanne that in her defense, it is hard to know the difference between racism that can get you fired and racism that can get you put into the White House. Here's a is that t- what she said? Here's a, here's <laughs> a, here's a tweet for uh, reactions about uh, Push T. Drake. DJ beef, hey no fair. That's my chord progression. Rap beef. Your dad left you. You have a secret son on the porn star. Your parents are deadbeats. Your best friend is dying. And here's a photo of you in blackface. <laughs> Seriously, that's so true. So yeah, he said. So Pusha T claims Whoa. Drake has a secret son with a porn star. Do we hey, know? More. Is there more good ones? Here? I, I'm. No, hold on. Oh, um, those are reactions. Yeah. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> um. 
Yeah, I honestly don't well, can't, even... Can't say some of these words. No, Pusha no. T is, but he got rid of Drake, I guess. Yeah. Very interesting. He, maybe, apparently. So he claimed... I don't think you can really just erase Drake that quickly, but... I guess. I feel like Drake poor is kind of... Jimmy. We'll never Drake? forget poor little Jimmy. If you, Degrassi, any, anybody. Well, I, yeah. I doubt that hotline is blinging anymore. Yeah. Oh. Ew. Good one. Um, <laughs> ew. <laughs> Good one. That was, my, that was my reaction to your joke. Ew, job. yeah. Ew. You just, ew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help myself. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, hey, so, if you're driving right now, go the speed limit. Yeah. I know you're high. Speed up. <laughs> <laughs> so, allegedly... Pusha T claims he fathered a child uh, from a, a porn star. Her name is Sophie Brousseau. I think saying that you fathered a child is a bad term for that you put sperm somewhere. I think fathering of someone would be actually being a father to them. Yeah, not, instead yeah, of, not trying to deny his existence. Yeah. He fathered five <laughs> children. He didn't do shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so that's just a rumor, I guess. It's hard to really find any, uh, any good info on this beef. It's just it's Twitter beef. It's all allegations, guys. Well, it's really about the pork anyway. So why, like, what started the beef? Uh, I don't know. I think it was a diss. I think Pusha T dissed Drake in a song. In yeah. a verse, I think. I bet that Drake <clears throat> regrets it, like Mariah Push, Carey regretted Pusha saying anything to Eminem. Pusha referenced a scandal in this. Tra- a source close to Drake voiced serious doubts to Page Six that he was a father of Brousseau's child, but said if he was, he s- he'd step up for the child. Pusha referenced a scandal in his track. Since you name dropped my fiance, let him know <laughs> who you chose as your Beyonce. Sophie knows better. Ask your baby mother. Cleaned her up for IG, but the stench is on her. A baby's involved. Oof. It's deeper than rap. We talk in character. Let me keep with the facts. You're hiding a child. Let that boy come home. <laughs> Deadbeat mother effer playing border patrol. <laughs> Dang. A- Adonis is your son, and he deserves more, deserves more than an Adidas press run that's real. Love that baby. Respect that girl. Forget she's a porn star. Let her be her world. Dang, he just like dropping names. I mean, like I'm down with Pusha T. Pusha T has always been legit. He's been legit since the clips. <laughs> yeah, Pusha T. So damn, he like coming hard at Drake with like step up, man. All right, chapter chapter one. Here's the brief history on the beef. Oh man. Oh okay. So this is okay. Here's here's the history of the beef. Chapter one. Chapter one. Pusha T versus Lil Wayne. So when the clips were around, they were working with the Neptunes. And that was like the first big, you know, exclusive like Star Trek type artist, you know, when they released their, their label, Star Trek, the Neptunes. Um, and apparently it started over clothes because like, you know, the clips were wearing this brand of clothes. They were wearing Bape clothing and then Lil Wayne started to wear it. And then they released a, a song called Mr. Me Too, which was calling out people who copied their style. So they were calling out Lil Wayne. Bump, 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 bump. Fast forward, chapter two. <laughs> the Drake beef begins. Um, blah, 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 blah. 2011. Well, it's just beef, beef, diss tracks, et cetera, et cetera. Chapter three, trading shots. It goes back and forth. I don't know. This is all really boring stuff to me, guys. Yeah, it's boring me too. So, basically, so we're just going to like pretend baby mama didn't drama. Even read all that. <laughs> stuck your sperm where you probably didn't want it to, and it made a child, and then you maybe don't think it's yours. Of course, Drake being the petty Scorpio that he is, really. That's oh, what we're going oh, into. That's, uh, okay. Yeah, I Astrology. don't care now, especially. Yeah, yeah um, But who are we talking about, like, last week that has, like, 17 illegitimate children? What All right, else? well, anyway, we have a bitchin' guest this week. Um, he is the king of the trip-hop area here Go- in Minneapolis. Uh, yeah, he goes by Mr. Googans, mm-hmm. but without the Mr. Um, and without the DJ. I hate Guggins. when people call me, like, DJ <laughs> Megan Hamilton. I have DJ. never ever said that. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's like Getter used to go by on his Facebook page. It was DJ Getter really? for the longest time. Yeah, and it's just like cringe. It's like, it dude, is cringe. Dude, anyway, dude. if you're a DJ, don't name yourself a DJ blank. Anyway, if um, your first name is uh, Tanner, could you go by DJ Tanner and play only? Um, I've been 90s saying that that would be songs. a great idea forever. But New no Fuller one has House, ever what's her it, face, so. is the DJ, DJ and Tanner. it's so cringe. Have you seen that? She plays Coachella. And I'm sorry, unrelated. Wait, but like, wait, Candace Cameron plays yes. Coachella. She no, plays, Candace Cameron, the older no, sister, or uh, Jody Sweeten. You're talking about Jody, Jody, Sweet. Jody Sweeten, probably. Probably, I don't know, but she plays fucking Coachella, and it's cringe, bro. It's that so, sounds super cringe. It's but so really, damn Jody, damn Jody. I heard that whole uh, that whole show Fuller House it's is so, pretty cringe. It's bad. It is really bad. Uh, uh, although I will credit them for this one part in it, 
when um, they, at the very beginning in the first episode, they like, I mean, they're having like, they're introducing the whole show, like walking into the house, you know, of course. And then there's like two characters on the couch and then like two more people come downstairs. And I was like, all the the characters are like entering the scene and no one's seen them for like 15 years. Every, you know, the studio right, audience right. is cheering, cheering, cheering as more people come in. And then they're all standing in the kitchen together. And somebody's like, where's Michelle? And somebody else is like, oh, she was busy working on her fashion line in New York. She was way too bothered to come. And then they all stop and look directly into the camera. What? In silence, <laughs> in solidarity, and then pause for five seconds and then continue dialogue. Did that start any Twitter beef? It, oh, well, it, it should have. It should have. That seems a little <laughs> bit more legit. <laughs> it was amazing. Um, anyway, so if you have time, watch the first 10 minutes of Fuller House and then shut it off. That part is really or good. Or find the, the DJ part and just, you know. All right. So we got Guggen's here with us today who just rocked a new album. It's called A New Day. What's up, Mike? Guggen's, welcome to the Green Room Podcast. Thank you for having me. This is cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You Thank have you. an exciting thing that just happened for you recently. Yeah, uh, I have an album out. It's called A New Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got 15 songs on it. Uh, Tight. It's like the perfect like summertime mix of like chill, hip-hop, funk, kind of good mood music. So Yeah, I really like it. I listened to it earlier today before it came out. So we're recording this in advance um, on accident, but... I think it was a fluke, and <laughs> now I can't get back to it, so I'm excited for tomorrow when it actually comes out so I can get back to he, it. And he tried. I tried. I tried to listen to it twice, but... You got to hear the album, Pat. I, I haven't it. peeped it yet. It's I'm really super good. stoked. I like it a lot. It reminds me a lot of um, the Great Hair album by Flamingosis. Yeah. I mean, Flamingosis is a big influence for sure. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I love like the good mood, summertime vibe that he totally... Has uh, so. Do you uh, sample from vinyl like ever or? I have. Um, generally, it's such a process. Yeah. A lot of times, I'll find a sample on vinyl and then I'll just download an MP3. Of it okay. It's so difficult. Totally. It's like right. I don't have the patience for it. I just right. paid like three dollars to download the Cordettes lollipop the other day so that's oh. fun <laughs> <laughs> to download the flack which then yeah. didn't even go into logic it was like hmm. can i recognize this file so Oof. i had to like put it into max and like convert, convert it into a wave anyway and like sweet i'm glad i brought i bought like the vinyl like lossless version just so that i had to like re yeah, format it anyway yeah, format convert sweet. to mp3 convert it to a lower bit rate yeah Great. tight love it so mm-hmm. like uh tell us a little bit about the new album like uh in terms of creative process um are you recording any live instrumentation on this new album or uh there's no live instrumentation um for the creative process i wrote a lot of it when i was in florida a couple months ago well um, that makes sense yeah i was yeah. like i was sitting like on the beach and i probably wrote like eight different songs so, Do you uh, feel like the weather like really helps you? One hundred percent. Dude, me too. Yeah. I totally got SAD this year. Like oh, yeah. hardcore. This was the first year I really had it too. Me like too. bad. This was bad. terrible. Like, this I get was it terrible. Every year, but like Minnesota. Like my last album I put out was in the winter, and it's like super lo-fi, mellow, uh, and it totally was because like that's how I was feeling at the time. Mm-hmm. But like once it starts to like brighten up a little bit, like completely flips the switch. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude, I totally for sure. feel you. Yeah. It's a um, thing for getting sure. Getting back to live instrumentation um, on your next release, whenever that happens, if you need <laughs> live instrumentation, I'm here to offer my services. Of course, of course. Yeah. Shameless. Shameless, yeah. sorry. Shameless. Do, you have, a, do so, you have a favorite track on the album? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I really like the song called I Really Love You. Um, I don't know. It just is like, <laughs> part of it probably is because the mix on it is really tight. And for me, I stress out so much about how the mix sounds and if it's like loud enough. And for this one, it was really easy. So I didn't like learn to hate it after I've listened to it like a million times, which is oh, that makes sense. Sometimes the they just like fall into place and you're like, what did I do right? I don't even yeah. know. Like, yeah, it no sounds way. great. Yeah. 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 So that's awesome. So when you were sitting on the beach and you like wrote eight songs, how how quick, I guess, is your process when it comes to arranging a song? Obviously, like the mix down, like you just mentioned, can be the most grueling part yep. of finishing a track or working on a track. When it comes to actually writing and getting all the bass parts, or like let's say like 75% of your instrumentation or your tracks and the arrangement, how long does that process take you generally? 
Uh, it's tough because each song will be different. If I'm cutting it up more, it generally mm. will take longer. And if I'm like chopping the sample, yeah, more, uh, then it takes time to just like layer everything and like um, just like quantize everything correctly. Mm. Uh, generally, it's really quick though. Really, probably under an hour. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's really fast. Like, front to back. Tight. I can sit there and just like spend two hours. I'm not a producer though. I can sit and spend like two hours on two bars of drums. Trying to get that right. Yeah, well, I'll go back and then I'll mess with the drums for that. That's always the most difficult part. Yeah. The drums are where I spend a lot of time. But you could, so you so, just get like the idea so down. You can maybe an under it. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. You exactly. get, like, I get, like, I get the idea of the song, like the structure overall within probably an hour. Sweet. Yeah. That's awesome. Where do you get a lot of your bass samples from? Are they actual samples or do you use uh, virtual instruments? Yeah, I get that question a lot. Um, every once in a while, I'll just leave the, the bass track of the sample in there uh, and I'll. So what I do is I compress it with a multiband really tightly, uh, so it will kind of stay at the same level. It won't fluctuate like crazy, and then I should just side chain the shit out of it, right? So it doesn't mess with my bass drum. Mm -hmm. uh, so sometimes I'll do that. Uh, I also use Trillion, which is like a VST that has a live sampled bass. Okay. Um, and every once in a while I use like a synth too, just okay. like massive or synth or something like that. But gotcha. Yeah. Because yeah, a lot of uh, on the um, new album that I accidentally heard. Is a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of like uh, actual bass. It's not like synthesized bait. Well, it it's it's a sample, but it's not. You know what I mean? It's not like yeah, a synth bass. It's like I a real bass. Like I definitely electric left bass like or, the real bass in yeah. for a lot of these ones. It just kind of like fit. Are there any show. collabs on the album? Nope. No. No. All original. Oh, That's pretty tight. Well, no it, features it also either. It's kind of tough for me with collaborating because I write it all in like an hour. Yeah. And it's like it, the song's basically done. So uh, obviously people that are making sample-based heavy music, you have to have a love or a knack and an ear for finding those perfect samples to find. Um, my question for you is, <clears throat> when did you really start getting into crate digging for samples that really you know, have the magic, hmm. you know, those few seconds that you can turn into a full song? That's a good question. Um, I started out making sample-based music. Like when I originally made electronic music, it was sample-based. Um, probably, like, the biggest inspiration I had was Justice. Um, this is probably 10, 15 years ago. Uh, and, like, the, like, weird, funky sample chops they would do. Um, so they are kind of what inspired me to make stuff. And I originally made kind of more upbeat, funky stuff. And then I kind of got into, like, hip-hop and did sample-based beats like that. And then I got into electronic music and did that kind of... Uh, but I kind of just realized that my true like sound that it's just like me if I just like sit down and start writing music, it's just making like a sample based beat, and that's kind of what I've like honed in on in the past like four or five years. So very cool. Yeah. How long have you been? Um, you said you said like fifteen, ten, fifteen years ago, was when you first yep. started kind of doing stuff. Do you have any musical background? Yeah, totally. That? Um, so I got into producing music because I played guitar. And I would record myself on, it was uh, Magic's Music Maker, was the original uh, like DAW that I used. And uh, eventually I was just like messing around in that and would make beats in it and then started sampling stuff. Sweet. Within that. Which and that was, was really like what, middle school, high school, oh, early man, high school? I was probably like, like 11, 12 years old. Wow. Yeah, this is cool. Like so you got the early, early start. Totally. Nice. You can tell it sounds like really refined sounding on your, on your tunes, on your albums. I just listened to when I was go. I was in the process of moving, and I put on all your music, um, including the accidental album. <laughs> like while I was packing stuff up, I'm just gonna keep bringing it up. Um, <laughs> it's 100% my bad. I'm not gonna share it out. And uh, but I'm glad. I'm glad people I liked are getting it. a chance to listen early. I, li I loved it. I loved it. Did anybody else mention it to you? No one else. You said might anything. be the only person. I feel that like people might album. have been trying to not say anything, so I wouldn't like take it down. Oh, okay. I mean, well, that could be it. Well yeah. done, Pat. Yeah. Well, it's only, it's, I just, I just listened to it today because, like, Leaky I saw, your post, I saw your post about, like, for the, uh, um, for the single, and that just kind of kept, on SoundCloud, when it finished it, it just kind of kept going and playing through the whole album, and I'm like, what is playing? I click on the now playing, and it says this track is private, and I'm like, oh, shit, did I just stumble across a SoundCloud hack? Dude, that'll happen more often than not. I mean, like, it's really easy to click the wrong button 
I know it sounds like ridiculous because we do it all the time when we're uploading stuff, but I've definitely done it. And like, I've heard some of Flavor's new tracks too. Like, I'll just like see on my feed and be like, dope, this is out. And then like, go listen to it. And dude, your, your link's up. Gone. Dude. Do you ever yeah. upload, like, if you're just like sending a private track to somebody and like, just, like a whip just, or something? I'm like, so afraid that it's going to yeah. be public. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm like, pretty like crazy now about double triple checking that and yeah. like then even after clicking save on like the upload going and looking for that little orange rectangle that tells me <laughs> that it's okay <laughs> uh, but yeah i totally feel you i've done it before for, for sure. sure um i listened to your uh your pretty lights hot shit yeah episode uh that was awesome yeah Thank that's you. tight yeah and I didn't realize I said it was episode two ninety four. I didn't realize he'd been he'd been doing it that long. Um, it's like a weekly, right? It's a weekly. I think it's a weekly thing. Yeah, I think they stopped like posting it online for a long time. Oh, okay. Um, probably because of SoundCloud with like copyright issues. Oh, yeah, because it's, yeah. it's on satellite. It's on satellite radio, yeah, it's right? Yeah, satellite radio. Um, Is that where it started? Do you know, or did it did it start like online and then kind of? It was both. I think they okay. for sure had a serious spot on Sirius. Yeah. And yeah. Then, did SoundCloud as well, but <clears throat> yeah, SoundCloud's really bad about flagging even people's original music mm-hmm. in mixes. So SoundCloud yeah. is just bad in general. <laughs> <just been> bad. <laughs> I'll be honest. Like, this is my I remix. Hate SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah, nobody I mean, likes I know, it. Do you distribute take. through Bandcamp? Or I do. Ba- I mean, I'm in Bandcamp. Just I'm on both. like everything. Yeah, okay. um, and I'm not gonna like restrict it. I yeah. know because people listen to it there, and like I'm not gonna like stop that. But like as a platform, it's horrible. Like the sound quality is horrible. They don't have a, mm. like much of a royalty at all. Like it just right. Like they don't do anything to support the artists. And we were just talking with um, was it Mike Ryersey? This was like a couple months ago, a month or two ago, whatever. And he said that they they dropped their uh, bitrate quality. Ninety two oh, KBS. It's, so it's ninety two now. So yeah. Well, yeah, the codex different though. We did, we were talking about that, so oh. it's basically still sounds like one twenty eight. Like it's yeah, much better. I'm just bad, saying. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> It's yeah, still, still terrible, it's still basically. The moral it's, tough, it's annoying, especially because a lot of um, producers, a lot of electronic producers or hip-hop producers use SoundCloud as like a main uh, point oh, yeah. of distribution. It's a major platform. And when you sit there and you're, you're producing that you know, intensely with all the different uh, intricate pans and detailed delays and the reverb tails and all of that type of stuff, and you have such a low-quality output, it doesn't actually, it's not going to sound as... Uh, you know, like what you guys intended yep. to sound totally. like. It's going to yeah, sound weird. It could sound like someone was tapping on the sound, table the whole yeah, time. Yeah, it, like, <laughs> it could just sound like, you know, you could get these weird phantom, like, tapping noises. <laughs> 92 KBS hitting it through the speakers. Uh, <laughs> it's hot. Uh, yeah, I'm like the podcast Nazi over here. Yeah. Get closer to the microphone. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what else is new? What's new in your regular life outside of... Music. Regular life. Regular yeah. life. I'm just enjoying it right now. I got good weather. Could we have good yeah, weather? You went, to you went to Florida. I went to. I mean, that was still in the winter, so. Okay. It's been a little okay. bit, but uh, but uh, yeah, just living life and enjoying it. Yeah. Great. Do you have any fun shit coming out this summer? No. No. <laughs> hey, hey guys, that book, sounds book, fun. Book Guggins for show. Come on. Yeah. Uh, no. Nah, I don't know. Just hang out. I I love summer here. Like I don't see any reason to go anywhere. True. I don't know. That's true. Just keep living. You got gigs or anything coming up? No. Nothing. No. What? Yeah. I'm you sure guys. As soon as my album's out, I'll be back to writing more music. I'll probably have another album out by end of summer. All right. That's kind yeah. of like my like goal right now. Nice. Yeah, capitalize yeah. on the, uh, be like the good weather vibes. Prince yeah, having totally. like 40 albums in the vault when you die. It might. I mean, I am probably, probably <laughs> have some in the vault right now that I don't know. Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. oh okay. Okay. Tell us more. Tell us more. Okay, John Travolta. What? Is that John Travolta line? I don't know. Tell me more. Tell me more. Grease reference. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Grease reference? Oh, I love that movie. Well, That's Grease like one of maybe one of my top five favorite movies. Obviously How did not. not. How did I not get that? <laughs> I love it. Um, on Bob's Burgers, actually, the latest episode, oh. there's so many Grease references, and there's like a minute of Grease references, and you don't get it until they mentioned that you're, they referenced Well, now movies. I'm going to get it immediately. Yeah. Thanks a lot. No, you, you still won't. Spoiler. It'll catch you off guard because yeah, it really yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We've been trying to, you know, decide Pat's summer outfit. Ooh. Which has uh, been a we blast. Have. We have? Yeah. Uh, okay. The chat is littered with ideas. Um, oh, yeah, you wanted me to wear the most stupid man. fucking... Uh, 
blazer, hey, red, white, and blue no, blazer. That is incredible. This is Memorial Day weekend right now. Yeah. Okay. So they you have to wear these like short, the shorts and the short sleeve blazer, short sleeve nah. blazer and yeah. shorts like slack yeah, shorts that are American are flag print. I would wear the wear the shorts, but I'm not going to wear a matching blazer with short sleeves. Ooh, a short yeah. sleeve blazer. Come on. Then I mean, it's a good sleeves. look, but you got to go Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. You got to go Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Red, white, mm. and blue. I could then do the star spangled shorts. You need to get a new Hawaiian shirt. I could do star spangled shorts with a Hawaiian shirt. I don't know, you know the. I I'm still down for the full suits, and you guys can I'm just strip the, no, as you get hot. I'm down for the full suit. And you should but have that a flag. You should have American know. flag boxers on underneath it all. That's what I'm saying. So that it doesn't matter once I you're think, no, I wanna stripped. No, I want to go with banana hammock. Well, yeah, you could just paint your wings. <laughs> yeah, like I want to. I want to go with either like I used to have these red, white, and blue uh, star spangled tights. <laughs> no, no, I used to have the tight. I used to have these tights. And then I lent my I lent him to my friend. Oh at yeah, a and he ball sweated in. He ball sweated in. And I was like, these are yours now, because he just went like total commando. And um, and so they're, so they're his now. So yeah, I need to get another pair of those. Yeah. Or oh my I god, that go- reminds me of on um on Saving Silverman when Jack Black is like talking to I think like Amy Smart or something, and he's like, "Do you remember me? You remember me? Come on, I was that guy Stitch at the, the senior prom. I'm this guy at that senior prom, and I painted on my tuxedo, and, I and somebody the drink. spilled the drink on me, and the paint ran, and everybody could see my wang." She's like, oh, "I can't say that I remember it." Yeah. He's like, "Oh, but I no, everybody my, could see my dong. I That's my, what it was." Yeah, I singed my left. I singed my ball hair on the Bunsen burner. Yeah. Totally no. I can't grow the hair on my left nut. Yeah. <laughs> Judith rules. That's a great movie. I want to watch that, that, that tonight. That is a good movie. All right. Saving Silverman. Bye, everybody. We got to go. <laughs> and was it 20th Century yeah. Fox? Uh, so beautiful uh, Zima. Oh, yeah. So, moral of the story, we're painting Pat's dong. Patriotic penis. <laughs> The Washington just, Monument. You just need to get your own uh, <laughs> pair of uh, leggings and ball sweat in them. No one can take them from you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, oh my God. No, I honestly, I want to. Um, I kind of want to go with the Anthony Kiedis, <laughs> the Anthony Kiedis Apollo Creed, Rocky Balboa actual boxer. You shorts, just said so like many Trump. adjectives that I'm just really lost right now. Really? Rocky, not, Rocky no, Balboa. I just named, I named American flag trunks, and you needed all trunks. those adjectives for that. Yeah. Well, you know, Rocky Balboa. Apollo Creed, you know America, Anthony Kiedis, boxing, boxing like fighting with gloves, boxing. You know, like the American flag. Yeah, American just flag. Left boxing. it at that. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I would wear those, but I'm not gonna wear like boxing. Are you gonna shorts. wear underwear with them or not? Oh, probably not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You should make w- them yours. There should be yeah. multiple They're layers mine, of it, though. so you can yeah. take it off, take it off, just, take it off. Like take wear it off. three pairs. Like just those stupid presents that people would give you, where they would wrap a box in a box in a box in a box in a box when oh. you're young, and you had to like unwrap a present for like 12 hours so you could get like a new eraser. So it's like a pair of socks. It'll be like a Russian pair of socks. It'll be like a Russian nesting doll, but for my genitals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. A Russian nesting doll. Nesting balls. Nesting Russian nesting balls. I will drink to that. Yeah, cheers, everybody. Yeah, Zima party. Yeah. By the way, yeah, we're having a Zima party. As in everyone but me. It's a limited release, have, actually. I don't have a Zima. It right was now. it was described to me as a, a better Smirnoff. I would say it's like a worse Sprite. <laughs> yeah, it's like the worst like, generic. It's like sprite. a bad Sprite. It's a generic sprite. <laughs> But it's got booze in it. That's well, actually really well said. Limited release. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like, I'd say Sprite is worse. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's also it's not great. Like it's not good. He's on board, everybody. <laughs> great. I love it. His next album will be called Zima Party. Zima Party. Hey, you could be. You know, you could be living off of this stuff. This could be the the theme they, of your do next album. They sponsor artists. Do you know? They do we, now. Can we look this up. They do now. Uh, we should actually try to do that. They make it in lacrosse. Use your connections Shut in lacrosse. They make this in Wisconsin. They make no, it in wait, That makes sense. I don't it's not that great, okay. but it's like... Find it on the know, bottle. I don't believe it. Brewed in lacrosse, Wisconsin. In, uh, it's like Central it Brewing oh, or something. Man, this is it doesn't home right here. Like, this is me. Yeah. No wonder you capital, like it. Of course. Capital. Capital. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, lacrosse, Wisconsin. Yeah, so Gogs yeah. is over here drinking a spotted drink. cow and a Zima. So are you lacrosse? I was born and raised in lacrosse. Really? Yeah, I'm Wisconsin, too. Yeah. Wow. Wisco. Nice. <laughs> it's the best state. Not Wisco. Not Wisco. You know, speaking of sponsors, me and Megan had some of that sweet SK coffee today, right? Oh, yeah. I oh, made yes. him a giant jar of SK back. coffee. Uh, it was, uh, that stuff is really good. It took good. me a couple hours to drink, but I'm still pretty lit. Yeah. 
It's me good. too. That stuff's really good. So, it was very yeah. good. It was a nice Peruvian uh, chocolate, chocolate peanut butter profile. Delicious. Whatever Fancy blend. Man. It's yeah. really, really good. Small batch. Is it better, the farmer. Yeah, Is it better yeah. than uh, the Super America coffee I'm used to? You know, I think it's a little better than Super Moms <laughs> as well. Is it? Um, yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, Sorry, Wisconsin well, people drink really bad. You know like, what? Coffee. Don't talk shit on Super Mom. No, I'm not talking shit on Super Mom. Remember when she came out with the Glazers? Remember when she came out with, uh, what was it called? What was that crazy coffee called? Uh, um, I don't know what you're talking about. I sent you Megan's a picture of sure, it. Super oh, Jolt? The Jolt? The yeah, Jolt yeah, coffee. They, it's like turbo they came out with Jolt. like Jolt coffee, and I it was like it twice caffeinated coffee. I sent a picture of it of like the side of a bus that was like, get jolted. Get jolted. <laughs> I sent it to Pat. I'm like, check it out. He's like, hell yeah. Like, I got some. Like, I bought some. Like, yeah, pic- send me a picture of him getting some. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but really, like, yeah, shout out to SK Coffee. Um, they make really good stuff. Yeah, Nate they just stopped by Harvest really great beans, or they Some um, really nice beans. Yeah, what I love the flicking their beans. No, they're really Me good. Too. I like the Guatemalan stuff. That's what uh, Paul. I know you were saying that. I haven't really tried good. it yet. I've only tried the Peruvian one, but the we'll Peruvian have to do a little taste testerino really nice. on here yeah, once. The Peruvian and, um, stuff over here. You know, here, actually, yeah, the owner of SK, we could talk about this a different time, but um, he is like. Uh, very classically trained and has like a bachelor's degree in choral conducting. He, he's like an orchestral choral conductor that now makes coffee full time. Isn't that kind bro. of interesting? So we're gonna That's probably have weird. him on sometime to talk about That's what deep. the fuck that is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. choral conducting. So it's like uh, like choir. Yeah, he does like orchestral stuff and he does like vocal like. Extravaganzas. Stuff I don't with, know. Like, stuff yeah. with voices and choirs. Well, I mean, like, we'll have to have him on here to talk about what it really is that he does. Like, soprano, C3, that note was an A, you hit an H sharp. Sure. Something like that. Exactly. Sounds like some exactly. Paul Chang would say. Yeah. A yeah. Paul Chang. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Getting back to whatever. Getting back to Googans. So we have a Googans, uh, we have Googans here, on here on the episode. We have a Googans yeah. here. Do people say your name wrong often? They say Guggins. They say Guggins. What do they say? Oh, man, I've heard everything. Uh, Guggins is the most common for sure. What about Guggins? I've had (laughs) Guggins. I've had had Guggins before. Guggins. That's the one that always makes me laugh. Guggins. Yeah, I've had nights for people like all night that I was like hanging out, like playing a show, and they call me Guggins the entire night. Did you correct them? No, I was just going to let them. Just let it fly, man. Just let it fly. We'll hear someone else say Guggins, and then they'll feel weird. <laughs> I like his strategy. Yeah. I like his strategy. That's a good one. Just don't correct people. Wait for them to feel dumber. Uh, yeah, over oh, time. yeah. Yeah, but that's good. No, I don't care. I understand that my name is going to be difficult for good people. Goodness. I didn't have the foresight when I started this musical project to think about well, that. It's too late now. You yeah, can't. Yeah, you it's, it's a little bit too late, late to now. Back, so you have too many likes on SoundCloud. Yeah, too many I just kind of kind of roll with it. You know. Guggins. Mysterious. How does this name come about for the well, listeners who don't my know? My last name is Guggenbuhl. Oh. Um, <laughs> so I basically chopped off like half the letters because it's super long. Gotcha. Is that like a nickname growing up or something? Yeah, or? I always had like Googs, Guggins. The Googs. Well, there yeah. you go, yeah. Googies. Lucky, made for Googies. you. Yeah. I never got a nickname. It's like a blessing and a curse. Yeah, me neither. It's almost... I got a nickname for you. Uh, don't. <laughs> what's, the, what's the nickname? Can we get an etymology of the nickname? Um, Russian balls. What was that again? Russian nesting balls. <laughs> Russian nesting balls. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, that's a reason. Oh, shit. I can just not let that go right now. You got any more Zimas? The more and more you drink of it, the better it gets. That's what I thought. It's actually it's like It's kind of like wine. If you don't like it, it's not bad. But like, my expectation was really low. Going you like have so. it's bad for a How second. I, then you drink I, a full one. Oh, like, like uh, it rotates. Oh, okay. like that, and then pull it down. Uh, so how did you get that little like G Star logo idea? The starter. Yeah, it's not that's G Star. Starter. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, okay, uh, <laughs> I know. Uh, well, I love like '90s apparel. Like yeah. I'm a '90s kid, um, and like I think back to like when I was a kid, and like every like sports thing I had, or like some of the gear I still wear is like Starter. It's like one of my favorite brands. So one day I was just like messing around in Photoshop. I was like, I'm just gonna like put Googans on here and like mess the logo around a little bit. Dude, I love it, and like your color profiles are very '90s as well. Totally. As a '90s child, yeah. '90s baby myself, I'm a big fan. Uh, like your newest, your new album art. Uh, is it another day? Is that what's called? An, uh, uh, a new day. A new day. A new day. Yep. It is looks very '90s, very Charlotte Hornets esque to me. 
It's which very, I believe I've very seen very much you, intentional. Yes, I feel like I've seen you wear a Charlotte Hornets hat. I do own a Charlotte Hornets hat. That okay. is true. It's not just a dream that I no. had. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> when I was a kid, I always wanted. Uh, to have a Charlotte Hornets starter jacket, you know, those pullover jackets. starter jackets, jackets yeah. if you had the starter jacket, you oh. were a made man. I have, I uh, you went to Raptors one, I wore it this last weekend. Really? I went to like Art World and like, I probably had like 30, 40 people come up to me. They're hip now. On it. Oh, they're cool. Remember, like, like for a while, like in the early 2000s, they weren't cool anymore. And now they're back. Gotta give it a little time since yeah. it's past the era. Now it's cool. Again. Now it's cool, yeah. yeah. I had a San Jose Sharks starter jacket. And mm-hmm. when I was at recess, you know, like, uh, the honey packets, you could twist them up and throw them at people. Kids I, were throwing I didn't, them at We them. didn't do that in lacrosse. <laughs> oh, we did that. We did That's that in a weird Chibu risk thing, I guess. Yeah, and like, because like, they get tight and then. Honey packet? Yeah, you, like a ketchup packet, like, you know, those little. We didn't have honey packets Where in Minnesota. Where did you get a honey yeah. packet? At, like, at our lunch. KFC. At our lunch, I don't know. Oh, okay. We had, had like the biscuits, maybe. Yeah. Biscuits or whatever. <laughs> That's all that comes I to mind know. is KFC biscuits. Anyway, <laughs> like, I remember, uh, like, we were having a honey packet fight and my jacket got all full of honey and the zipper just never worked the same. <laughs> <laughs> Heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking. That's really you sad. in a honey fight? Yeah, you know, what? we were kids. And <laughs> kids honey like, fight. Did they, like, explode on people? Yeah, like, they explode like on the contact. the stupidest oh, thing That's yeah. really inconvenience. T- like, yeah. you're throwing honey at people? Like, who are you? Well, it's just, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Repressed oh children. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But, uh, yeah, I remember this girl who I, I had, like, a crush on in, like, what would this have been? Like, fourth grade. She had the Charlotte Hornet starter jacket. Do you throw I feel like the common color throw, of all I, these I, things is teal. It is. It the is. hot yeah, teal. Teal is teal. the color of the cool teal. 90s, I guess. Yeah, 90s is neon. Every single brand you guys just yeah, named. You ever, you ever see members color. only, yeah. that company? What? Total the, teal. Teal, the pink. Is teal, the 90s. pink. Oh, don't There's get him started neon. on green and pink. There's gr- Oh, dude, green and pink. Oh, man. Miami Vice, baby. Miami Vice. Watermelon. And it's like the neon, The even in lighting, the green and pink or green and purple uh, yeah, totally. Lasers and light shows, those are the best. Green and pink reminds me of when I wore two polo shirts at once. Did you I never pop did the that. Let's go back there. Obviously. Oh. You were more wow, you were <laughs> you were more of a douchey bro than I was growing up. <laughs> I know, you tried. But she I, didn't throw honey at <laughs> people, so that's true. I didn't throw honey at people. <laughs> <laughs> I was busy dressing myself. <laughs> uh, well, Good thing I didn't know you. you would have, I would have ruined two shirts and one. <laughs> well played. Yeah. Maybe sometimes three. <laughs> <laughs> didn't that get hot, though? I never understood the people who wore the multiple polo shirts. Like, I didn't I get like why. Like, I don't think it was for function. It was for matching. It was for matching. It was for matching. The whole era was like wearing two tank tops, wearing two polos. Or like tall tees, you'd layer like three. There'd be like a black one and you'd have the white underneath. Did you wear tall tees? Does it look like I wore tall tees? I, I never know. I don't know the answer to that question. Yeah, I, yes, I played basketball, Megan, but no, I did but not no, wear tall tees. But no, you didn't wear tall tees. Okay. Did you shop at Foot Locker in the tall tee section? No, but I There's did. There's a t-shirt section at Foot Locker? Yes, and they had the stickers. You don't remember tees. the tall tee stickers that said tall? Like no. They had a whole rack of I'm not tall. I'm not big and tall. I'm not either. I'm not Asian man. Like. I'm like, don't you know, Megan, the big and tall section at Foot Locker? It's a tall T, actually, and has an orange sticker. Okay, yeah. I didn't know this. Big and I tall know. women's Hello. section. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Links themed. All right. <clears throat> anyway, oh, you been man. following the NBA playoffs at all? I have. Um, I'm a big Timberwolves fan, so I was very disappointed when they lost. But yeah, uh, it was to be expected. What, what's new? What's <laughs> yeah, new? Yeah, I know. I'm, Pat I'm doesn't give a term. shit. No, I'm a fan, too. I'm coming to terms with that, but... Um, Hey, at least I made the playoffs. I have been watching, actually. Uh, I hate the Rockets. So really? I just want to see them lose. But I, I kind of hate the Warriors, and I kind of want cheering for the Rockets to win it all. I'd be happy if the Rockets won it all or the Cavaliers. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's tough to say because I kind of hate every team in the NBA. I just the <laughs> except, NBA for the except for Except for well, yeah, yeah, pretty much. But uh, no, I kind of want to see the Rockets lose. I kind of want to see the Cavs lose. <laughs> so we'll see. I'm Everybody loses. Very negative outlook on the yeah, idea. You know what? Right I'm fine with very anybody winning as long as it's not Golden State. Okay. That's kind of like the only team I want to lose. Yeah, I feel like that's a common that's a common take. Just because they're so, so stacked, you know, it's like it's like hating the Miami Heat. When it's they, like hating when the Yeah, no, nah, I get it. Yeah. I get it. I so I was just talking to my aunt and uncle who live in Seattle, and they were talking about 
this like RIP the Supersonics. My cousins are still like soups salty about that whole situation. Totally. And, it's been like over ten years. Well, they're building a new like yeah. stadium thing, and like in post of that or something, they're supposed they're, they're petitioning they're next, to get they're the next expansion a team new for sports sure. Ball yeah. Well, they're yeah. not sure about that yet, but really? they are the new expansion for the NHL. Mm. Wait, seriously? Yeah, uh, they, they were just talking fans? about that. Oh, I suppose they it's have, so close. I mean, there's hockey yeah. in so, every state. So close like, to yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. hot. Uh, they're gonna start a hockey franchise, and then I guess it all was spurred because they experimented with like soccer and did like extremely yeah. well building yeah. um, something over there. And they yeah, didn't the Sounders, think it was they gonna go up. well. So they, that was their like affirmation to be like, we're gonna put an NHL team here. They play in the uh, Seahawks. Um, stadium, yeah. the uh, well, Seattle Sounders, and they sell out every game. Yeah, so and that's, that's huge. Insane. That's like old, it's MLS like is 50, getting really big. People. Yeah, so yeah. I think that they're hoping. I think my aunt was saying they're hoping that this NHL expansion will eventually push into an NBA expansion when yeah. they show the demand is like there. But there's, I don't know, there's a bunch of caveats with all, all of it, obviously. But there's the latest news, sports from ball, Washington. sports ball news. Dude, one of my so my old roommate lives out in Seattle now. Um, was his wife and when I was out visiting them this was years ago we went to a Mariners game and Sean Kemp was in the audience and Sean Kemp used to play for the Seattle Supersonics and like in the seventh inning stretch they the camera goes to Sean Kemp and they're like oh Sean Kemp blah 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 sitting in this section and he gets up and waves I've never heard that place like that loud of a place people went fucking nuts and this is like 10 years after Sean Kemp retired I bet I even remember that name I think that my cousins had had to have had like a Sean Kemp jersey or something like that. Oh, I know that they were obsessed with the, the he has Supersonics like until they were 16 illegitimate children. Whoa, he's a legend. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a, a legend. legend. Look it up. Look it up. <laughs> That's how many children, illegitimate many children illegitimate have become children? a legend. Yeah, what's like, do you yeah, need to have? Yeah. Like at least five, right? Or like, t- is it 10? I feel like legend, legendary status is a little bit higher. Like than nine, five. at least like, nine. You gotta be over 10. Over do 10? they have to be proven? Or just it, like speculated. He has, he has one official child. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Official child. Sean Kemp Jr. <laughs> he got his name too. The so only one it? he claims. Is there like this a one's web, got my name? Is I there know a it's website mine. or a number you can call if you think <laughs> that you're Sean you're Kemp's one? child? <laughs> <laughs> can we call it right now? I mean, maybe. Number of kids, Sean Kemp, seven plus. Seven that's, plus? That's the answer. Seven just plus, leave it AKA 15. <laughs> seven kids by six moms. Sean Kemp already has his hands full. The number <laughs> of Kemp offspring that have been confirmed. Rumors push the total closer to 11. I know you don't have any shows coming up, but do you go out and see shows ever as a producer? I do. I don't go to much like electronic shows, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, They've gotten a little bland, right? Yeah, they get bland and like... It's, it's refreshing to go see something. Yeah, it's like, a little oh my God, rowdy people play for me. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I like hip-hop shows a lot. Um, so I go to that every once in a while. Uh, I hope there's just like something going on. I don't know. Are you going to right. Soundset, or did that happen already? I think that's this weekend. Um, or I'm not it's gonna. Memorial I won't go to Soundset. No. But I don't yeah. know if it's just like someone. Coming Who are to you really listening to right now when you listen to music on your own time? Do you have anybody you really Ooh. like to listen to right now? Um, ah, that's such a tough question. Uh, I'm always listening to something different. A lot of people that are like in the same space as me, for sure. Like uh, Vanilla. Or like bureaucratic, you're like Flamingosis, those guys. Um, I love Anderson Pack. If I'm mm-hmm. listening to hip hop, he's like probably one of my favorite artists. Um, Vince Staples is one oh, of Vince his Vince Staples, Staples is really fire. favorite hip hop artists. Yeah. Um, I don't know, it changed by the day. Yeah, yeah there's like, a whatever. lot of stuff out there. Totally. There's a new Chromeo album coming out. I will have to check that out. I think Chromeo. They're coming to First Avenue. So I know. I'm not going. He's going. Ticket. You're going. I haven't bought a ticket yet. I need to go. Yeah, but I probably, need to. Probably go to that. Yeah, we should all go to that. It's like on a Tuesday night, too. So yeah. Early in the week. Thanks. I've been listening to a lot of Wolfpack lately. Dude, Wolfpack is sick. Did yeah. you see the Hula so lineup? No, are they it came out today. Yeah, it's like, it's wild. STS9, Wolfpack, okay. Jamiroquai. Wolfpack at Red Rocks, just saying. That probably would have been incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard mixed reviews about their live show. I've heard um, a, a like unanimous what? review that they are like the most when people when people have enjoyed them the most has been when um, when they have features joining them on stage and stuff. Interesting. So I, I mean, like, I mean, I think that they're probably just bomb all the time. Yeah, but they're probably great. I saw, people are uh, overly critical because they are supposed I mean, to be so Tim, good. Totally. Tim it's like said. Both packed, dude. 
our, our old sax player, Tim, um, who we still keep in contact with, he went to go see him at First Ave, and he said they were fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they don't have any features. So. Yeah, I saw Corey Wong, who's like plays guitar with him this weekend. This oh, weekend. is he the? Uh, he's from here, right? Yeah, he's from Minneapolis. Yeah. he played at uh, Lake Bauhaus. House. Oh, really? And his band was like Art so. Yeah, Art his Art band was like so incredibly tight. Yeah. And like I don't know, they like rocked it. It was a good time. Uh, I, I watched. Uh, I just discovered that guy recently um, on some sort of like guitar. Some you know they're trying to sell you shit. One of those sites, they're trying to sell you some guitar pedals or something like that. And he was like telling, talking Gary about Gary Wong uses yeah. this fucking yeah yeah yeah. Buy it, dude. <laughs> and like I don't know, I was just watching him play and talking about like how he plays and like he's just he's amazing. Oh, yeah. He plays very similar, um, very similar to how I play. Uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, but it's like you know like with like a lot of choke notes, uh, where if you just you you play through the whole all six strings and but you're only playing one note, so you get like all the other strings are muted, you know. Well, yeah, like, my uh, DJ style is just Johnny like Johnny Fischlante, yeah, like Hendrix. Shanti Prince played a lot like that. Maybe it's just a Minneapolis thing. Who knows? It's funky. Hmm. Hmm. Sorry for all the uh, all the noise and yeah, uh, random a body random chatter <laughs> going on. We have uh, people across the the alleyway yelling at the kids. They want to be part of the podcast. They're really mad. Around. They didn't get a Zima. They didn't in get the invited. city. Yeah. Some bomb-ass music coming out of here. Some great yeah. producers. We There's a lot going on Go- right now. Googins. Okay. Googins. Googins. Jujins. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us yeah. and for drinking a Zima with us. Yeah. Um, yeah Is there anything else you want to talk us. about? Wait. Let's uh, let's talk about this album because by the time um, by the time this episode comes out, it's going to be coming out in a couple of weeks. We're doing a little bit early. Uh, the your album will be out a new day. Yes. And it's got 15 tracks. It's got 15 tracks. It's all original. It's 100% original. Summer summer vibes. Summer vibes. Florida beach vibes. vibes. Florida, Miami, boardwalk. Funky. Yeah. Hip-hop. Chill out. Windows down. Windows down. Drink a Zima to it. Lamborghini, (laughs) Miami Vice. Let's do it. Sounds great. It's coming out on, or it came out, when you listen to this, it came out on May 24th. And look for a new album by the end of the summer because it's warm here and he's been drinking Zima and the urge is striking him. <laughs> and thanks for coming in. Yeah. yeah, thank you for having me. This was a blast. I'm yeah. hanging with you guys. When, uh, when, when you release a new one, we'll have you back in the fall and we can talk more about it. Let's do it. Hell yeah. yeah. All right. Zima Nation. Zima Nation out. <laughs> Tink. Tink. Ooh, I think I had one too many Zimas. <laughs> thanks, Mike. <laughs> Oh, boy. I got a bubble gut going on. Oh, man. Mm. All right. Well, you know what it's time for, everybody. Yeah, we're doing this a little bit it's late. It's Album of the Week. Yeah, I bet you thought we forgot about it. But no, we just moved it back to the end of the episode this week. Because we forgot about it. Because we kind of did forget about it. <laughs> All right, Megan. You what? forget about what Album do you got of it? the Week. Yeah, I know. People would be so disappointed. People love it. What okay, my album of the week is Gwen Stefani's Love Angel Music, baby, hurry up and come and save me. Nice. L.A.M.B. Awesome nice. album. It's a classic from her. I heard she was going to come out with a new album soon, but, you know, whatever. Is that, is that the album with This Shit Is Bananas? Yeah, is and that it's that B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Nice. You know, it's I crazy. taught everybody how to spell No, a, I think that album does no have Hollaback Girl on it. Um, it has a lot of bitchin' songs on it. It was inspired by her trip to Japan, I think. She was really stoked on the Harajuku girls. So she's got goes some ju- stuff goes in Goes to Japan there once. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. What? Nothing. I said goes to Japan once. Oh, right, yeah. I'm Japanese no. now. <laughs> you can say that. So anyway, yeah. No, Gwen is amazing. I've loved her since forever. I mean, everybody loves No Doubt. And if you don't, you get out. Get out. Get no out. doubt. If you don't like Big Red, then fuck you. Yeah. All right. All right. Wow. What do you got for us, Jimmy? All right, album of the week for me. Album of Jimothy. the week for me is definitely going to be um, All Killer, No Filler by Sum 41. I say that Very because. Nice. Is nice. Fat Lip um, on that album? Yes, it is. Ugh. Fat Lip, the single, I think it was either, I think May like 17th or something. It was like 17 year anniversary of that single coming out. Really? 17 years. And the songs are still fire. That makes sense because I saw a, like, a post on my feed about it. And I was just thinking of that episode, or that episode, the music video where yep. he comes out of the water playing that guitar yeah. solo and he's dripping. And I never dripping. in once in my head thought that that wouldn't actually work in real life. 
Dude, I thought that was badass. the coolest. That had, that's a great album. I love all the songs in there. 17 years old, but they're still like super, super hype. So yeah, 741. I'll kill or no filler. I Baby, love I'll that kill one too. Go ahead. Oh, that song. Yeah, I know. I was hanging out drinking in the back of El Camino as a kid. Was a scared. No one knew was my name. Crashed my old house party because nobody came. Never going. Never showing. Never react to. I know cannot cut this. That was no, too no. good. All right. We're not. Why would we cut it? Uh, we're not. All right, Pat, what do you I, got for us? I was kind of picking between a few, but I'm going to no, go back to one. the one that I always listen to sometimes when I want to listen to old school rap. Um, it's by nice. Diggable Planets. Nice. Uh, reaching a new reputation of time and space. Super jazzy. It was their first album. I think they only had two albums. Uh, before I think some people got egos and they broke up the band, oh, but never, it was never like heard of that happen. Yeah, I don't know how. That, well, they don't sound like they're cool like that. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. <laughs> uh, but yeah, super cool. A lot of a lot of really great jazz samples and. It's awesome. If you haven't listened to it, you'll listen to it. Yeah, I love all that kind of like West Coast Bay. Where are they from, actually, I'm wondering? Because it sounds really West York. Coast, like Bay Area to I me. Think they're really? New York. Wow. That's super interesting. Will I, you I look believe, it up, actually? Yeah, yeah, I'm just really yeah, yeah. curious. Um, it sounds very like Bay like Area to me, like, you know, people under the stairs, like surreal and the sound providers kind of stuff. But um, I'll be darned, you know? Yeah. And, um, blah, blah, blah. blah. While attend- they met while attending college in Massachusetts. Massachusetts? East Coast. Washington. Yeah. They're East I Coast guess guys. That'd be more- yeah. Massachusetts. I love Massachusetts. Who doesn't like- love Massachusetts? <laughs> Accents by Megan. <laughs> so it's like one, one person's from New York, one person's from Maryland, one person's from Philadelphia. So I'm so sort of incorrect. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm wrong, everybody. Oh, so they, they recorded it and they met and they started doing all their stuff in, in D.C., actually. Washington, so I'm entirely DC. incorrect. Yeah. So basically the whole East Coast. Yeah. All, all, all Well, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. I love that style of shit. Kim Kardashian to visit White House to discuss prison reform. Sorry. Just, just <laughs> saw that up. headline. Wait, is that a th- real thing? Yes. What's the... CNN uh, post. What is her? Sure, um, Whatever. Use your power. Someone for just good. said, "Life is Cards Against Humanity." Or simulation changed my mind and shared this post. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> Fucking life has been Cards Against Humanity lately. I bet there somebody has literally got like, eh, eh. who will Kim Kardashian, White House, Donald prison Trump. reform. Yeah, it's been really, it's been really <laughs> rough lately, guys. I yeah. almost feel like. Who can you trust when you can't even trust God? We somehow, like, I (laughs) want to say sometime around, like, mid-2016, we hit this, like, alternate timeline where everything's really kind of just doesn't make sense. Anything goes at this point. You can be anything you want. Anything goes. That's kind of a nice thing. That's kind of a nice thing. thing. Sorry, everybody. All right, well, we did the thing. Wham, bam, in your clam. Yeah, thanks to... uh, Get clam slammed. Clam slammed. slammed. You just got clam slammed slammed in the green room. While you and were thanks. conscious and it was consented. I want to thank uh, <laughs> Googans. I wish I was there. Thank Googans. Uh, go check out his new album. It's super cool. 